0: Um my name is Grindr Posing. Uh, this is the fourth episode in the JMC Chronicles series. Um, if you haven't listened to the other uh, the other three, they're in our um, IG and they're also on our SoundCloud account and and newly to us and our new platform that we're gonna be using is YouTube. Um, this this podcast will be going up on YouTube with alongside all the other three. So if you want, it's to say um, the name for the YouTube channel is the GMC Chronicles. So if you wanna go uh, look on um, YouTube and watch the video version there, it will be posted there. Um, so today I have two amazing guests with me today. Um, so today we're gonna be talking a little bit about like how, how student government and how student politics, how to get involved, how and then hear what your guys' experiences So one of our guests today is Simrit, if you want to
1: introduce yourself. Hi everyone, (laughs) my name is Simrit, Uh, I'm a senior at UC Berkeley studying society and environment and um,
2: yeah, that's me.
0: And then the other guest, Manaz.
2: Thanks Grinder, Um, hi everyone, I'm Manaz, I'm a second year studying political science and public policy. My pronouns are she, her, and I am from Sacramento or from Elk Grove, California.
0: Yup, yup, Sacramento. Um, so like I said, like student government, uh, I've always thought like I don't have um, like great insight into student government. That's why I want to today sit back a little bit and learn as as well as have the conversation about it. Um, for me, like I I've never been, I was involved in student government back in like high school but like that's still like that doesn't really count that much. Um, but I would love to hear like, because I know some re- you you have actually t- you were like you were just not involved, but you were actually part of it and you were like a Senator there at um, Berkeley do you uh, I just want to know like what like how involved were you in that process and like how did you get started in that process.
1: Okay, so my story of getting involved, like our student government is called the ASCC. And so my um, involvement, it was basically none, my freshman and sophomore year. I always knew that it existed and I knew that there was one uh, one senator who represented Jakarta because I was a part of, a part of Jakarta. And... Um, so there's a slating process um, in order to be endorsed by the Middle Eastern Muslim Sikh South Asian coalition. And um, they already had slated a candidate my sophomore year. However, that candidate dropped out. Uh, and I was like, okay, like there's never been a Sikh MEMSA candidate. So why not run? And I had a lot of help from my peers and friends. And so, um, and then I got slated and I knew nothing about the ASCC. I learned all about it during while running um, for the seat, and so yeah, that's how my story, my journey at the AACC began.
0: And I know you just touched on a little bit like you you had a lot of help from the peers and stuff. And if I'm not if I'm not wrong, Minaz, you were one of those people that were there and were there to support, and not only were you supporting, but you also were there helping out as much as you could. Could you, like, um talk about, like, your your side of, like, how you got involved and how you you helped out?
2: Yeah, I can definitely talk about it. Um So, in terms of supporting, I would hope that I provided some sort of, like, emotional support or something, probably, like, once the school year started, but Samrit's campaign was actually when I was, like, a senior in high school, and I remember seeing it, like, on my social media and being like, oh shoot, like who's this of all at Berkeley? Like what, you know, what she's, what, what is she doing? You know, um, but so basically for me, it was like the first week of freshman year. And this is also one of the things that sucks that isn't there because of COVID obviously. But in like the main part of our campus on Sproul Plaza, usually what happens in like the beginning of each semester is all of the clubs and organizations and even like AHCC offices will have like tables Um, of, you know, just, like, advertising for their organization and handing out flyers and that sort of thing, and so I saw one for, like, the South Asian senator, right, and then I think I took a flyer home, and I don't know who told me. They were, like, oh, you know, there's, like, one, like, also, like, specifically for, like, the MEMSA community, which is like Middle Eastern Muslim, Sikh, and South Asian. I was like, oh my God, no way. Like a designated space for like six on campus. And then someone told me they're like, yeah, the center is actually like Samreet Karimal. I was like, what? I think I met her like well, God, for a day or something, you know? Um, and I didn't really like know her, but I decided to join the office. I was honestly pretty intimidated. Like I like look at my Snapchat memories from like the day of the interview, I was like really scared and stuff. Um, And anyways, I joined the office, um, Samir's office as like a first semester freshman. I was like holistic wellness project manager and just like getting an idea of how things work because it was like a brand new experience for me, although i had been very involved in like different things in high school. Things look a lot different on the college level. Right. And it was really cool. And, you know, going on to second semester, some of my closest friends now are from that office and everything. And going forward, I then became cam- campaign manager for Awesome Yaya, who's who was Samreed's head of staff in the office. And then now I'm Awesome's external head of staff. And next, actually, I'm the MEMSA endorsed ASCC candidate for next year, which is really cool. So I'll be running my campaign and stuff in the next <laughs> couple months, which I haven't really like announced yet, but
0: yeah. <laughs> so we got the exclusive here on on the podcast. Yeah, so. the
2: exclusive <laughs> scoop. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Well, I, I hope you win. I hope you... Um, I have no doubt that you should win, but that's from me. <laughs> but you touched about this a little bit, about, like, having, like, being in that space, especially for Punjabi slash six. like, is very, like, new to us. Like, I know from my... I mean, you can even look at, like, local governments and to, like, national... There's, like, there's not that much representation. Like, there is now, as slowly as we get, like, on and on, there is starting to be somewhere but like how crucial is that in like your guys's view like to have like being that presence there at your guys's um school and like being there and like just because of, like and now just to see an example like simri you were the first and then now there was and then eventually like Minaj now also is going to be running after you so like how important is that for you guys to see that like there you guys have started something that hopefully like carries on and is, is a representation for like, for us Punjabi Sikh people at school campuses?
1: Um, I think like it's so important. And since we've never had this opportunity or that space kind of to like have that representation, like especially as a Senator, um, like especially my year, I could see for myself that like, as a representative of the Sikh community and as just a, like as a Sikh, I was very confused on what our needs were because we never we never talked about them like on our campus. We, we talked about, you know, grants and money, but like, what are our needs? You know, the Muslim community that I also represented had their needs kind of laid out and they've always talked about them as a community while we kind of never touched upon that. And so I think my year was a lot of like figuring out how to like, you know, how to get the community together to bring out like issues where we need help and um, and how to use my platform and the AACC to like, help our community and so and i think that helped like awesome's office who's the next um senator and then now that's and now is gonna know like everything so
0: yeah definitely so it's like you touched on it a little bit like how it's like it's it's building upon it and I, I just a little bit talked about it too it's like building upon like you even though like you said like your process of becoming a senator was very new to you like you were learning as like the year went on as the process was going on which is like for someone to do that and like to, to stick with it and at the end like you can see like looking back like you were able to do it all and now you're like it's building upon like that's something very special like and and I just want, like, Manaz, I know, like, so you've, like, you've seen the process happen a couple of times now, like, for you, do you, like, how do you see the process? Is it going to be, it's going to be a little bit different because now, um, like, some has been through it and now you've seen firsthand how, like, campaigning works and everything like that. Like, for you coming up, like, how much easier is it for you now that because somebody before you has gone through it a little bit and you've, you've able to, like, see that experience for yourself?
2: Um, So not gonna lie, like, although it's a super scary experience, like it really is. And it's very intimidating to know that you're responsible for the needs of, you know, like hundreds, if not like thousands of students on campus. Um, It's also I feel like it's a really big honor to be able to serve my community in this way. And not going to lie, like, it's very, very comforting to have people like Samrit and have to have people like Awesome and so many other people I could name who have been so supportive of me throughout this process and who have, like, shown me how to kind of do this work in, like, the most compassionate and supportive way. And so, you know, slowly I'm kind of, like, having my own autonomy with certain projects and that sort of thing. Um, And it's definitely, like, a big learning curve and it's a big thing to, like, not just be... um, you know, a leader in Awesome's office or be working in some reads' office, but rather to take ownership of a lot of these projects on my own. But I have really, I have a really, really great support system and people to kind of lean on. And so that's like the most comforting thing. But I would definitely be lying if I said it wasn't very intimidating and it wasn't really scary, because a lot of these things like really, really are. And also, you know, add in like the new twist of like COVID, you know, how does campaigning online work? How do you make it successful? How do you build community online? How do, you know, all of these questions are also ones that have to be equipped to deal with, so.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, I think everybody, even though you've seen like the other hand of like first hand seeing how the process works, because everything's going to be online or everything is looking like it's going to be online, it's going to be a little bit more uh, different, especially, I mean, me and we were talking a little bit about like, it's like everything is like, on zoom online and like with that it's just it's a whole new process almost it feels like even though like, you think you, th- you want to feel like you're there but like you're just attending through a computer screen almost and like for that it's like a little bit it's a little going to be a little bit challenging but i feel like once you get a hang of it it, it really is going to be it's going to be a better um better experience um so I just want to talk, like, you guys have talked about, like, it's not only just Punjabi Sikh representation. I know, some. you said you you represented um, the, it was the Middle East community as well, as as well as the Sikh, and, like, how does, how, how are you able to, like, balance those two things without, like, because I know at some point you can be able, you, it's easy to, like, lead into, like, one side, or, like, especially if you are, like, Punjabi, it's, like, but, like, how are you able to balance the both the things, and, like, how how was that experience? Because I would feel like that's like that is a little bit of a daunting experience, especially for somebody that's doing it for the first time. To balance not only your own community needs, which you've you've been through and you've seen, but to try to take on upon like another community and try to listen to their voices as well.
1: Yeah, so it was it was definitely like a different. I didn't expect what like hap- had happened. Um, I think for the Muslim community, for the uh, I kind of had a blueprint of what I. Uh, how I could serve that, how could, yeah, how could I serve the Muslim community, while for the, like, my own community, I did, I did not know where we were, where we stood, what we were doing, what I could do, um, and so I think sometimes that balance fell off, and it might seem like uh, somebody would think that, oh, I serve the six students more than I serve the other communities in, within, like, my coalition, however, like, I think it was the other way around, where Sikh students felt that I was serving the Muslim community more um, than the Sikh Sikh community. And that's simply because like just of precedent, there's always been a Muslim senator. So they've always been working on like Muslim community um, like projects, which I continued and I started and I knew what could be done. Well, while again, like the Sikh community, we had to have those conversations that never had happened before. And um, yeah, that's how I balanced those two.
0: Yeah, um I know like it like I said, I preference that question by like saying it's it's never easy to like try to balance two two communities, especially two communities that have like that are always like trying to like get something like I know I speaking from a Punjabi Sikh community as a person from like there's a lot of stuff that does not be not like said. Like I mean one of the biggest issues like for us is like mental health. It's never brought up so like a lot, of, not a lot of people talk about it, and it's like, like those things. Like, okay, how, what can you do when you're in in a place where you can't help? What can you do for the community, or what can you do like to help in that aspect? And I feel like that's that's like you have to find that balance sometimes, and it comes like it comes to you, but it's it's also other sides are always going to say that oh you're favoring the other side, and and I think finding that perfect balance is what's key, especially if you do represent like yourself, you represented a, like a large. Um, like uh, two large pretty large communities in my eyes um, but like I said so uh, Manaz I was going to throw this next question to you like so being of like Punjabi and Sikh like how how does I, I think you've you've gotten to the space a little bit now for there for a couple of years like how does like other people see like Punjabi Sikhs coming into because I mean for them it's probably like seeing something new to so you can also talk about this because like Like you said you were the first to like there's always been a muslim um senator so like having like a Punjabi Sikh now come in there in that role like how was the reception of like other like how did you feel welcome did you feel like you i don't want to say belong but like were you when you were there did you feel like everything was like it was open for you to be there
2: yeah, um, I can definitely talk about this a little bit. And I will say, you know, this take this with like a grain of salt, because number one, like I haven't this whole year was online. So I feel like there maybe aren't as many opportunities for, of course, there are opportunities for conflict, but maybe but maybe not in the same way that there would have been before. Um, and secondly, like, you know, I haven't been in this world yet, uh, but, you know, obviously have been in these spaces for a while and that sort of thing. So yeah, I think, you know, our MEMSA community represents so many different, beautiful and diverse communities um, within, you know, this Middle Eastern Muslim, Sikh and South Asian coalition. Um, And so thus far, I honestly have felt like very accepted and very welcomed and, you know, very heard and listened to, um, even sometimes in ways that I haven't within like spaces of only my own community, right? And so I think I've been very privileged and lucky to be surrounded by peers who, like, will listen to kind of the things that I have to say and, you know, respect my opinions and my insights and that sort of thing in my leadership style without, you know, just simply just looking at identity politics and thinking, oh, okay, because this representative isn't Muslim or this representative isn't, you know, Armenian or Afghan, then we you know, then their opinion doesn't matter to us. I personally have not experienced like that, anything like that thus far. And yeah, I think I've been um, very privileged to kind of know and feel like I belong within these spaces that I'm in, so.
1: I, um, I think for me, it, like being the first, like I wasn't the first sick to run for the mental, uh, or endorsement, but uh, being the first sick chosen uh, it was it was it was pretty hard because I was running against a candidate who identified as Muslim who were, so it was kind of a battle of identities you know kind of identity politics at the end of the day and it was a harsh fight where we had to fight for MSA's endorsement and that's a huge deal and um, and at the end of the day like a Sikh like me I got the endorsement and so I I I felt accepted, but at the same time, I felt like a stranger, and I didn't also, I also never wanted to step step on the lines or uh, step across the lines of the Muslim community, I mean, sorry, the Muslim community or any other community that I didn't, like, wasn't, isn't my identity, you know, I feel like I didn't want to speak, um, I wanted to speak with them, I didn't want to speak for them, and so, That was hard, but like as for just in the ASUC and my fellow senators, everyone was very receptive and very proud that like, you know, that I was the first MEMSA sixth senator and um, and everybody was just very welcoming in that space.
0: Yeah, well that's that's um I was hoping, like, that's something that we want to always hope for, especially going to, like, new spaces. There's always that fear of, like, not belonging because, like, I know that fear, like, myself. I mean, that fear has come to me multiple times where I go somewhere and I, like, the always the back of my thought is, like, oh, do I, am I going to be able to fit in there or am I going to, like, but, like, sometimes, like, standing out is actually better than fitting in at some places and I feel like that's, like, that's something that, like, you guys at Berkeley have been, like, been able to accomplish is like you guys are you guys own like people you guys are your guys own community and like you guys are proud of that and you guys won't like you guys will be there to represent not only you but like other people alongside you guys which is amazing um I think like like you just said somebody's like you want to speak with people and st- instead of for people because like when you're speaking for people especially people that you m- maybe not like especially if you don't know their story or if you don't know what they're actually going and like you try to speak for them so now you're interpreting like what they might be going through and sometimes that's actually like that's actually going backwards instead of like building together Um, for somebody that's not a part because i'm like i'm not a part of berkeley i'm from davis i go to davis so like for somebody that doesn't know how the berkeley and like the asuc works Like, do you guys mind like going over like how, what the system is, like how does that work and all all that? Because I'm very intrigued to see like how it works a little bit myself.
2: Yeah, I can, sorry, I can go ahead and some definitely add in. Okay. (laughs) Um, So basically in terms of how like the student government is formatted. So there are 20 ASUC senators. And they, a lot of times these senators represent certain communities, right? And so usually every single year, like for over a decade, there's been a MEMSA senator, which is the Middle Eastern Muslim and Sikh and South Asian community senator. And the way that this senator is chosen is there is an event called MEMSA slating that occurs like a month or two before elections, or in Samit's case, like literally like a couple weeks, weeks um, because of what she mentioned at the beginning of this podcast. But um, this event called Slating is where like all 14 or 15 MEMSA organizations come together and every candidate who wants to run to be the MEMSA endorsed candidate presents their platforms and they answer community questions. And then at the end of this event, every MEMSA organization votes on who they want the candidate to be. So um, like I mentioned earlier, this is a process that I already went to, so I get, that I already went through. So I have the privilege of running as the MEMSA endorsed ACC Senator. So I still have to run my campaign and everything, right? And usually I think there's around like 40, 50, 60, like it depends every year, people running for basically 20 Senate spots and there's senators for different communities, right? Like there's the Black community endorsed senator, there's the LGBTQ community endorsed senator, um, there's usually like a Jewish senator, there's a senator representing like, the, like, Greek life communities, Um, there's, like, I remember there's, like, a chem senator representing people, like, you know, studying chemistry and that sort of thing, Um, and just, like, a host, the South Asians, right, like, just, like, a bunch of different identities, and some people are completely just running on platforms, like, mental health, or, you know, sexual health and violence, or whatever they're passionate about, really, or pre-law or pre-med, And people are running for these platforms and then there's a campaign and everything. And then everyone's like gonna be elected, I think in like April. And then those 20 senators will be chosen. And then there's also the executive positions, which is the president, the EVP, which Samit, what does that stand for? Executive Vice President. Duh, my bad. That was an obvious one. EAVP, which is External Affairs Vice President, yes. Um, Academic Affairs Vice President, and then the last one is? SAO. SAO, student, I don't student even know. Ad, student advocate. Um. So you can explain the commissions and the appointed officials and yeah. Um, OK, and then
1: there are appointed officials. So We have the CFO, chief financial officer. We have the CLO, chief um, legal officer, CTO, chief technology, technology officer, and more. And then there's uh, commissions. I I never know how to explain commissions
2: I don't know if you want to it's just basically they're like tasked with certain like there's like I think there's a mental health commission there is a mental health commission and there's also like diversity and inclusion I believe like that's its own commission and just for different tasks like that that are like groups of students gathered together for like these purposes right
1: yeah Um, and then um and, and the AACC is a nonprofit, um, so we're independent from the university and are completely running our own. We have a contract with the university on space and just money and everything and how our relationship works, um, which Menaz will have to read when she gets um, elected. And also um, and every single UC and every single, I think the school has a student government and. Davis actually has one called ASUCD, and um, the buses that run at Davis, um, at UC Davis, are actually run through ASUCD. Like um, they're all student drivers, and so there's a lot of cool stuff that your student government does, and and you vote. I remember that uh, my cousin, she goes to UC Davis, and she told me that oh she usually never votes in the ASUCD elections, but she did this time because they were seeing if they should keep the buses or not, and so you have these things on your ballot you're not just electing. you there's referendums on your ballot um and just and more stuff so it's pretty exciting
0: yeah so that that was one of the things I was actually like I was going to ask about was like how how does like the student body work in congestion in like conjunction to the school but I I feel like you kind of just answered that and it's it's kind of cool like to think that like So it's not actually like part of the it's like it works like side by side, it's like a it's its own thing, but also it works in tensions of for and betterment of the school. And that's always, I feel like that's a little bit better than being tied because like the school can almost if it was part of the school like it can almost like be a conflict because like the school is always going to try to override anything that's happened it's like has there any like for your time being there Manaz you can is there been any time where like the school does not like agree with you guys or goes against you guys or has it just been pretty smooth of like you guys usually work in congestion and everything works out smoothly between you guys
2: um well so we're a university of like thousands of students right and so everyone has a lot of different needs and so understandably there's conflict with the university all the time for lots of different things I think the most recent thing that I can think of is, you know, within COVID and everything, um, the university really did not want to have pass no pass this year. And so like the ASUC and a lot of students just led like a really strong campaign uh, to basically have pass no pass for this whole entire school year. And through ever, you know, their pressure and their methods and like, you know, really strong and organized campaigning, we were able to get that. And so every student, maybe not every student actually, but I know like letters and science and like a lot of other colleges within our university are able to take major requirements past and past uh, this year, which has been incredibly helpful in light of, you know, how stressful this year is with all these changing world circumstances. And so there's plenty of things that kind of go on, but um, yeah, I think that's also, Grindr, like you mentioned, I think that's something that's really great of having the ACC be a little bit separate. Um, it's, I think it gives us like the ability to kind of put student needs first and not have to worry about like pandering to the university or other things like that so
0: yeah so yeah I think I think that's I think that's always great to have like a representation about like especially like it's a organized it's not like it's just there sometimes like just having something there and it's like it just People going through the motions, but like it's organized. There's elections. There's campaigns running. it. I feel like that's a little bit more engaging, and that that way, like school actually acknowledges it and be like, okay, this is actually something serious that we actually have to work with and have to listen to a little bit. And that's I think I think that's amazing that you guys were able to do that. Um, I know some. You said like, yeah, like each school has some type of like um, student body, but like for somebody that had, I mean. Because you were kind of almost, a little, I don't want to say forced into it, but it was like a last-minute thing. Of like you said, you like you were you were picked into the, the nominate. It's like so for somebody that is thinking about maybe going into student government, is a poli sci major. It's like what would you advise them now? You going and learning the process, even though you did it on the fly. Like what is what is something that like you would say to somebody? Because like like you said, like for Punjabi six, like this space is kind of new. Because like I can say myself, like like, representation has been very low for us, at, uh, even at, like, at our colleges itself, and so, like, for people that might be, like, oh, I want to do it, but, like, there's never been anybody that came before me, so, like, it's a kind of, like, a little bit daunting, like, what, what's something that you would tell them, or, like, anything, honestly, from what you've seen through your process that would help anybody else? Um, well, I wish I had
1: some wise words, but, uh, like, honestly, like, just do it is like I because that's how I think I was very scared to go in the space I'm like am I like do I deserve this um endorsement and but I like a lot of my community members a lot of my friends again, like they really you know made me confident I think having that support system is important as well because I wouldn't have done it at all without anyone who was a part of that process um but like if anything, if you don't even have anyone like I want to be a part of that process to tell you that you can do it. Anyone can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. And so, but it's a daunting place. Like trust me. Like I'm not gonna say it's an easy position. Um, you know, student government looks like a like a, a light, a light thing. Um, you know, but but it's not. I've had many uh, like days where I've just cried because of what happened in student government and. Uh, to the day I stress uh, stress out about things that have happened and um, what's been said about me and stuff but it's such a learning curve and I I think I've grown as a person here and there but like I I overall like I've grown even though I have had a lot of bad experiences in there but um, I wouldn't be who I am um, today if it weren't for that position and I like that position the, like everything that came with that position. Now, I'm not talking about the privileges that came with the position, but like just every single movement that happened, um, like I wouldn't be this not con- yeah confident, I guess, or um, stronger. Like, I don't know where I would be in life um, not having those experiences. I went out on a tangent, but like that's just how I feel about the position. <laughs>
0: No, I mean, I think I think that was, it's your experience, right? I mean, nobody can take that away from you, good or bad. It's yours forever now. And the fact that you said, like, even the, like, even from the bad, you were able to learn from it and grow as a person, which is, like, something I feel like a lot of people are scared of, to be like, oh, if I do run, and if they don't make it the first time around, they're going to be like, oh, I did it, I failed, and, and it's like, you're just going to have, like, ponder that thought like, oh I failed, I failed. And it's like I think that it's something that I've felt myself, even though I'm not into but like I've always when I do fail, like even like even if I do pass something or do something right, I only only focus on like the bad. And it's like I feel like unless you acknowledge it and like you like you grow like you did, which is amazing, is like that's the only way to make your failures not feel like failures. And that's like like even though you're able to admit that you did have bad times. It's not always the best. You're always, it's not going to be every day is going to be the best day in the world. It's like, but you were able to get through it and which is the best. And I think that's something that you can take away from what you just said was like, and if, even if you have bad days, just like the being the responsibilities are, are just as great as just as the privileges you might get, like having that sense of responsibility and hold yourself to that is like amazing. And I feel like, once you get into that space, it always comes you're gonna feel a little bit better. It's always about getting there. I feel like running elections and doing campaigns is the most daunting part, I feel like. But Manaz, if you want I know you've been in the space for a couple years now and then you're always you're gonna eventually run yourself. Um anything you want to say or add to like anybody out there that might be wanting to do it because some people might be not be able to get the the ability to first be able to get into space, learn from other people, and then eventually do it themselves. And like for them, like, is there anything you would want to say, or like, just look out for, or anything you want to say?
2: Yeah, um, you know, I think there's can be a lot of things that kind of hold someone back from wanting to participate in student government. Government, a lot of which are very valid, right? Um, the politics of it, the responsibilities, and you know, the time commitment, and that sort of thing. But I do really, really believe that what happens on a college campus is a microcosm of what happens in the real world. And the things that we're doing are really important. Right. And I truly think that if you're someone that cares about your community and you want to get involved and you want to see your peers have access to resources and, you know, be able to work on things that you're passionate about and make changes on your campus. I think student government can be a great way to do that. And I think it depends on how you get involved and where you get involved as well. But I do think that we'd be amiss to say that student government, student government as a whole um, is just like this inefficient thing. Cause I do think that there are pockets of really great and beautiful work um, that happen, And I think I've been really lucky to be able to see some of it. And I, I, honestly I'm really scared like where I'm where I'm at right now and campaign and everything that's to come but I think the thing that comforts me the most is that what I'm doing is important and what I'm doing is um, I get to have a chance to serve my community and hopefully do these really great things that will create you know a sense of institutional knowledge that will allow incoming MEMSA students and six students to not only succeed on this campus but to excel and so if I can be one of the people starting that work, then, you know, I knew that I had to get involved.
0: Yeah. Um, you like, I'm almost like speechless after hearing that a little bit. Like, that was so amazing because, like, I, I want to make an edit to
2: my last point, not <laughs> no start the work, but continue the work because I have so many great people before me who've started it. So,
0: yeah. I was just going to say, like, because, like, Minaj, I mean, We've known each other for a little while now. And It's like, uh, I would, I'm not, I don't want it. Like it was like I remember us talking about. Um, I feel like it was like when we were coming back from Machan or something, and you were talking about like what college you want to go to, oh, and you yeah. said you want to go to Cal Poly, and then the, and then to see like <laughs> you ended up at like Berkeley, I was like, that's a kind of a, it's kind of a little bit of a difference. So it was like yeah. I, mean, I like, when I saw like you like that was I was like dang she she went against what she was saying <laughs> that she wanted to do but like that's what I was going to ask a little bit about like I know you touched on it a little bit but like how are you like how did you first start into like you were saying like it was a little bit scared when you first but like how how are you able to just start and like be able to reach out and I mean you said you had met some re- at Nishan before but like mm-hmm. still like how are you able to get involved and what were the like the first couple steps that you did take to like wanting to be in that space?
2: Grinder, it's so funny that you bring that up. Um, and like this is so full circle for me. I, I have a lot of growing to do and like I'm only a second year and there's so much to come. But you know, I think you've been here for like this is like a really kind of like a full circle moment because you know, we've known each other since I was very first like involved in Jakarta. I think I met you at like the very first Jakarta I met that I went to was like a high schooler, right? And I think something that I really struggle with is kind of seeing myself as a leader and believing that I have these inherent skills and that I can excel and that I can do these great things. And so, you know, even in terms of college and stuff, I just didn't believe that I could get in anywhere that I actually really, really wanted to go. Not that I didn't want to go to Cal Poly or anything like that. I think it's a beautiful school. But I have started, I'm trying to, you know, just be more thankful and be more open minded and just believe that, you know, good things can come and that I deserve to be happy and all of these things. And moreover, I think coming to Cal has been like one of the greatest blessings in my life in the sense that I think it's really allowed me to like find my voice. I've always been social, I've always cared about things, I've always, you know, been outspoken, but just kind of like in a different way in the sense that I've kind of found what motivates me and why I want to study the things that I want to study and how I want to see my community have its resources in Excel. And so when I did something like joining Samit's office and doing that interview and that thing, I wasn't really like even aware of like what the implications of that would be. But I I I think the advice that I would give in terms of that is like be open and be open to new opportunities and that sort of thing and be willing to be uncomfortable because not gonna lie like the first couple meetings with Samir and all of them I was like oh my god like I don't like they're so cool and they're older and like I don't you know I don't belong here whatever I didn't even think they were gonna accept me in the office seriously I literally did not think that they were gonna accept me in the office and so I guess what I would say in terms of that is be open to like new opportunities and stuff because you'll never know like their trajectory that they set you on and the people you'll meet along the way and so yeah I think it's a really beautiful thing and yeah
0: <laughs> well thank you for sharing so much um I mean I think we were I think my first event was my actual first time ever doing anything involved in Jakarta because like I think for like the first, like for the longest time when I was first, because Jakarta, when you can attest to this a little bit, was when it did come to our, when it came to Sacramento, it was like a almost like a brand new thing to all of us. Like we didn't know what it was. And we were basically building clubs up at our high schools, but we had no clue what we were doing. And I feel like that's, that's a little bit of like a parallel of like, or like a, almost like the same thing of like how, almost like how some re, and your thing about like, you had to learn as you went throughout the, like the year. Like we had to learn as we went through the year. Like we had no honestly no clue what we were doing. Like we would rely on our on each other. Like you relied on your support on uh, on your peers. And I feel like this like this these two stories of like how me and some or how me and Manaz how our Jakarta was first started is like very reminiscent of like how your first year was, but. Again, I, like I prevenced this in the beginning a little bit was like when I first thought about this topic about student government and, and doing student policy was I thought of Berkeley because I mean I don't want to flex you guys flex enough you guys self but I'll, <laughs> I'll flex it a little bit for you guys too. And it's like me when I was gonna when I was when I was looking at like what colleges to go to like I always like I always thought my always one thing was like I want to go somewhere that is also good for my major and stuff like that, but also is good for, in terms of like a JMC and the a, and a Sikh Punjabi community, because like that's where I feel like I fit in the most. And I was like, that was one of the things that I, every single time when I thought about that, it was like, it was like Berkeley, when I would see all of you guys, I'm like, that's how you do it. Like, that's, that's them, like, the, it's like every single time I see anything like happening in Berkeley, I'm like, them folks are killing it out there. Like, I know a little, I think it was a year or two ago now i think it was i think it was when i was a freshman in college i believe it's like belinda like asked us to go to like an event that was happening at berkeley and like we went to an event in berkeley from sacramento like we did the two hour or like two hours there and the two hour, like the same day just to go like do a like to attend an event and the event was like amazing and so like it's like i always Whenever I think about JMC, like the first JMC that comes to my mind is like UC Berkeley. It's just because like how amazing you guys are. Again, I don't want to hype you guys up because I know you guys do that. As- you guys yourselves already. And I'm like, we Davis folks, we keep our we keep our heads down a little bit out here because like we can't flex much other than other than cows and agriculture. <laughs> so the but I know some re- like talking a little bit. I know you're like your four year undergrads coming to a close here a little bit and last um last summer you got a very cool opportunity um for those who don't know uh some re- did you did you spend the whole summer in DC or just part so the whole summer in DC do you mind wanting to share about like how that experience was for you and like how much did maybe you be, being a senator the year before like how much did that actually continue into actually wanting to go to DC or like going locally and wanting to be involved in politics outside of school.
1: Yeah, so I've always, I always wanted to go into public service um, since the beginning. Well, I was pre med for a second, but that's because my parents forced me to. But inside my heart, I always really wanted to do public service. Uh, however, like after my senate experience, after my internship experience, I don't know if I still want to. But nothing not is a bad experience. I mean, uh, um, but. I think being around so many people who were kind of career oriented like it's, no offense like you know like it, it was a lot like a lot of senators you see like, like they were there for their communities but also they were kind of like you know it's not they weren't there for also resume building but you know that they wanted to go into public service and that's something that they had had aspire to do well I like never knew what the steps were to take, you know, like being a first generation like Punjabi, Sikh American and um, having no one that I know in public service. So like, or like, you know, besides my connections in Jakarta. So seeing everyone, I thought that I was like behind, everyone already had done D- uh, internships in DC. Like, is that the next step for me to, you know, in order to be like this politician or whatever. Um, but, and I didn't apply to like, the fellowship programs or like the internship programs within my school just because I thought like I wouldn't get it and I still do that to this day where like my confidence is which I'm working on where I don't apply to things because I think that I won't get in and um but you know I cold cold applied I guess you could say like I emailed um all these congress offices and um I got I, I got a total of three interviews and I applied to like maybe like five or six offices and um, and so I got the opportunity to actually they said go to DC during this pandemic which was crazy um, and I got to intern for Congressman TJ Cox where um, and it was the first time where I my major society and environment which is basically a mix of like social issues it's like social issues issues times environment and the environment and like policy and stuff, And so I got to see that come alive while me writing memos for um environmental policy or the new climate policies that were out there and also working on immigration like memo just like reading these laws and me debriefing the uh, legislative aides on that and so my senate career I guess like allowed me to get this kind of like introspect into into this world um which really helped and I don't think I would have gone to D.C. if it weren't for, um, if it weren't for Senate, not just because I was a senator, but because like of how much I learned by writing bills, uh, what bills mean, what like, um, because again, like Manas said, like a student government is kind of, or like our campus is a microcosm of what's happening in the world. So I kind of um, got to see, got to mix those two together and see how both of them work um kind of the same way if that makes sense but yeah I hope that answers your question
0: no I I think I think you kind of it's like experiences is always like you either are enjoying it or you're not gonna enjoy it like I feel like it's like finding out what you want to do like for me it's like when I finally I mean I've I've Conjured up different pathways for me and be like, all right, so this is my four year plan. This is my after-school plan. This is my, and then like, I always kept changing it constantly, kept changing it because it was always like, I would try something and I'm like, yeah, that's not for me. And then I would try it again. It's like, until you find something that you're like, you're set on and you don't have to like question it. I feel like that's like, that's the thing like that's going to come to you. And instead of like, so like, you have to keep searching for it. It's like you, if you just go like your own path, eventually you might find it but it's like I feel like you you kind of talked about like how the, the experience helped you also like in terms of uh, the center experience helped you there but also that 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 experience was a little bit not what you expected a little bit but one thing I do want to ask you which is a personal thing and I know like I saw it you did get a picture with the superstar herself AOC and like can you describe how that whole like what you were going through Or is that like something that you've forgotten? I hope you have not forgotten that experience.
1: No, I will never forget that experience. Um, That was my first. So I only got to work in the um, office in the physical space in the Capitol only for two weeks or maybe three weeks. Um, The rest was I was working from home in D.C. And so that was my first day in the office. And Congressman T.J. Cox, um, they were voting and, and I asked can I go to the floor um where they go vote and um he was like you can't go on there but I'll take you like you know right in front of it where and so he takes me uh with him and um I you go there's tunnels in there so you're walking uh, in the tunnels I see um I forgot his first name. Joe Kennedy the third, and I'm like, it's so surreal. Like, wow, I just saw Kennedy, you know. And then, uh, you know, you you see all these congressmen walking, congressmen, congresswomen walking by you, and it's and then so then I went down. We went on the elevator, which is for congressmen, congresswomen, congressmen only, representatives only, and then went down. And right when the elevator was open, I wear glasses, but I wasn't wearing glasses that day, and I see the shape of like. AOC you know like that just looks like AOC but she's so far that I can't tell if it's her or not and and so I there was a ledge aide from our office with me and I was like is that who I think it is and she's like AOC yeah that's a her and then I was like oh my god like I've freaked out my legs started shaking And uh, Congressman TJ Cox was like, okay, like, I'm a friend of hers, like, I'll ask her for a picture, like, if you can take a picture. And um, just the day before I walked in front of her office, or no, I think maybe the, oh, maybe this was my second day. So the first day I walked in front of her office and took a picture of it. And um, Jot, who is a Jakara person too, um, uh, he was like, if you meet her, like, call me. And so what I did, I called him and I was like, I'm standing right next to her like what do I say and so Joel's prepped me he's like okay say you know you're you're a first generation like uh like be American and you know all this all this stuff and so when um Congressman Cox uh, was like, hey, like, I have this intern. She wants to take a picture with you. I was just like, I'm a first generation. Thank you. And I loved your story yesterday because she was fighting with this congressman for calling her a bitch. And so, um, so you know, it was so surreal. And I took a picture with her and I was like, thank you. You're amazing. And um, I think that's when, you know, I realized, like, wow, I'm in this space and like, even though I was interning for this congressman who's from um, Fresno, California, you know, like who cares in this world about Fresno? But I got to be in this space with um, such amazing women, And I really wanted to see Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, but like I couldn't. So uh, yeah, that was a surreal experience that I will forever, like, I don't know, honor in, for myself. <laughs>
0: um, I mean, Thank you so much for sharing. I mean, I remember, I think I remember seeing the picture. So it was like, and I was like, wow. Like I was, because it's just seeing from, because I've only seen the White House through my phone, through a computer screen. So like, and like seeing those people that are there, I've only seen them through a phone or a computer screen. I've never seen them in person. So I'm just be like, I don't know if I would be able to like, I don't know what I would say. Honestly, if I would see somebody, I'd just be like, ah hi it's just like it's just i don't know what it is it's just a surreal moment and i just like i just had to ask you about that because i was like it's super dope um but i think if if there's anything else you guys might want to add or anything or talk about i mean this is the time to do it i think this is we're winding towards the end a little bit here but again thank you so much for joining um i can't say this enough um you guys have both been amazing guests. And I, and I think we obviously have met before. I know some and you and I have hung out at Nishan's past like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. We don't know why, but it's always been, it was always been fun times when we do. I mean, shout out Jolt. I mean, you talked about him. Love the guy. But yeah, I mean, and Manaz, we, we've known each other since the, the start of Jakarta back here in Sacramento. And I feel like, I mean, Manaz sells herself short, but she had a nickname name, she was part of the uh, EG4, the four the four people <laughs> that basically were Elk Growth personified. So she she sells herself a little bit short when she says that like she doesn't she she doesn't think she can be a leader. Trust me, you you are a leader in my eyes and you inspire a lot of people. So I know I'm gassing you guys up right now, but I I it's just how it is, I guess. <laughs> but again, if you guys have anything else to say at the end, that this is the time. Um, but other than that, I think I'm going to wrap um, up here. A bit.
2: just wanted to say, there. thank you so much for bringing us on. Um, it's been really cool to talk about this and everything. And moreover, you know, we really, really appreciate you gassing uh, JMC Berkeley earlier, because, you know, we know we're great. But JMC Davis is killing the in game, JMC Davis is doing such amazing things. For example, this podcast, which I'll be going back and binge watching all the episodes after this. Yep. And you all are doing such amazing work and it's just really great to be in community with JMC Davis as well. So thank you so much for bringing us on and asking us such thoughtful questions and yeah, really, really appreciate it. Yeah. And I
1: can't, I probably can't say it better than the not. but thank you, Grinder. Like, what you what y'all have done jmc with jmc ucd like it's it's completely transformed from my eyes and so and it's for the better like for the better and y'all have been been y'all have been killing it during COVID. i don't think any jnc has been killing it as much as y'all have like with these chronicles with some food like everything I, I i'm up to date with that but um again thank you for giving us this platform to talk about this i think like I hope, hopefully this encourages people to go into student government or just public service at all. And, um, and I don't know, hopefully, even though there's challenges, I think everyone should try and because because uh, a lot of our community talks about being pre med or pre health or whatever. Uh, but we rarely talk about being um, pre public service or pre law or something. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for giving us this platform
0: yeah um that was the whole point of this podcast when I first ever pitched it to any i mean a little bit backstory for this i mean i pitched this two years ago and the fact that after two years it finally came to fruition is is amazing for me the fact that i get to sit here and learn so much about so many things for me personally has been it's been amazing um but like you said like a lot of people if if it is like poli sci or like when kids do try to go it's like usually parents usually force them, oh, you're going to become a lawyer or something like that. It's like, but like public being a public servant is certainly like other than being a lawyer is also very important and very like key um, role to play in, in poli-sci. It's not just only lawyers that exist in that field. So um, thank you so much for like to about talking about your experiences and, and giving a little bit insight about what you guys have done, what you guys have been through. And I can't, I can't, again, I've gassed you up so much and you guys have gassed me up now and UCD. Um, we've been trying our best to do everything that we can during these tough times. Um, even though we are on zoom and everything like that, we are trying to make the best of it. So with that being said, I think I'm going to wrap up again. This is going to be, this is on our YouTube channel. If you are watching this right now on YouTube, hello. Um, the other three episodes have been posted also here on our YouTube channel. Um, but also these episodes can be found on our uh, IG page at jmc.ucd, and also on our SoundCloud uh, for the non-video version, just audio version at jmc. The same as our uh, IG handle at jmc.ucd. Um, but other than that, thank you f- so much for joining me today and sharing your guys' experiences and everything. And with that, um, I'm going to wrap it up. Um kalsa sa fate.